0: What is going on, my peoples? We're gonna try something a little new with episode 16 of Short Form the Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining. My name is Joe Loper. What's new is that we're gonna try a little something different here. Right now I'm calling it dark mode. It sounds a little edgy, sounds a little moody, it's not really meant to be like, oh we're gonna get we're gonna get dark. It's not really what I'm doing with it. The idea is actually to continue to discuss things that can help, to suck less at life, but not be so polished. We're still going to try to be intelligent. We're still going to try to be actionable, but not so scripted, I think is the best way to approach it. This is, this is more off the cuff. And... I'm treating it as one of those late night radio shows that I grew up with in like the 80s where the, it was the after hours after, you know, 10 p.m. Welcome to WKRPX, nighttime radio, you know, one of those things where they played like the, the moodier music and they had nighttime call in, it was the adult hour. The idea isn't to be, you know, have a counter counterpoint to what I talk about in all my other episodes, but rather be just more straightforward about it. I think there are some people who might respond better to, you know, less data and insights and more, you know, no shit, get it done kind of approach. So that's what we're going to try. And for this first episode, I'm thinking... I I I just can't help but address something that I myself have repeatedly fallen into a trap that I've repeatedly fallen into, but also a lot of friends, a lot of young photographers that I've helped, a lot of young actors that I teach and coach. And that is this concept of victimhood where now understand this is not like, oh, You can never have anything go bad in your life. You can never acknowledge that. That's not what this is. Victimhood is it doesn't matter what's happened in your past. What you're doing is you're saying, no matter what happens in my future, I can never achieve it because of blank. And you fill in the blank. So blank could be you're not good looking enough. Blank could be you're not young enough. Blank could be not fit enough. You don't have. You're not tall enough, whatever. Whatever it is, you don't have the right connections. You weren't born into the right family. There's a million different excuses. Now keep in mind, this is not someone that is dealing with real-world disabilities. And as always, if there is any sort of trauma in your past, you I cannot encourage you enough to seek professional help. That is not what this is. If you're dealing with past issues and you've never done it in a healthy way, that's your primary target. Everything else is secondary. You have got to deal with your past. But for everyone else who is not dealing with something traumatic like that and it's just going through the motions every day and we're just trying to get our foot out the door and get just a little bit ahead more in life at our job, just a little bit more in fitness, maybe it's meeting someone special, traveling. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as there's this concept or this, it's not even a concept. As long as there's this baggage, this anchor, because that's what it is. It's an anchor around your neck that it never goes away. It's always there. Every time there's a great idea, every time there's this possibility of achieving something new, instantly the gremlins jump on your head and all the excuses come up. And then it's this anchor's just dragging behind you. And every time you take a step forward, it takes every effort to not fall backwards two more steps. And this falls very much in line with making excuses based on other people's progress. This one, you want to talk about a load of bullshit. This is a big one. What is other people's progress? Well, let's say, so I'm a photographer working in New York City and I'm surrounded by other photographers. Like there's, you you could throw a stone and hit one on a corner everywhere in New York. And if I'm basing my success on what others are doing, first of all, I'm using them as a litmus for my success, so I'm handicapping myself. But then let's say, oh, well, that person's clearly doing so well, so they're taking all the business. Bull. Hands down, bull. That is not how it works. That's not how it works, right? This isn't Apple and Microsoft. That's not, what the, that's not what the market share actually is because where I am, there's millions of people here. There is no way for one person or 100 people or even 1,000 people to take away that much business. So the onus, all of this is to say, all this thing where I'm talking about victimhood and making excuses, all of this is to say, that's on me. If I don't make progress, then I'm the one who's not making progress. It's not, you know, schmuck A to my right or schmuck B to my left. It's me. And that's acknowledging victimhood. I am not subject to someone else's success. I am subject to my own efforts. All right? Hopefully that makes sense. Now, that leads me to the other part of this equation, which is when I make that effort, when I try, doesn't matter what the effort is, I'm putting forth that effort. If the effort fails, I don't regress back to victimhood. Oh, I tried, and it kind of went okay, but then, you know, there was this, it was kind of this ill-timed, you know, event, and, you know, the people there just weren't that interested, so I I, I, I just kind of stayed in the back, and I took us some photos, and it was kind of cool, but but in the end, you know, it wasn't as successful as I thought it would be. So, I, I'm 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 probably I'm, I'm probably not going to try that again. Wrong, wrong. Did I learn anything from that? Do I have any any lessons that I can say? Okay, why didn't it work? Who showed up? Who was it for? Let me break down why there was no interest. Instead, what I'm doing is I'm saying, "Oh, it didn't happen the way I expected it to." The way my brain, again, this is how gremlins work, by the way. Gremlins don't just naysay, they overextend our expectations. So when they don't fall through, aha, yeah, see, we told you it was going to be a failure. This is your brain speaking to you. Your brain, you know, our brain talks to us terribly at times. You know, oh, by the way, you tried, you did a great job. You know, you you really put your effort in there. But people, yeah, they just they just don't respond to you like that. So... Yeah, you should, you should probably not try again. Yeah, I know, it sucks. But, you know, hey, the good news is you can, you can be lazy now. The good news is you don't have to try as hard tomorrow. Or shit. Get off your ass and do it again tomorrow. And you do it again the next day, and you do it again the next day. You don't stop until you figure out where the problem is, and you make it a success. Now, this is different from spinning your wheels, Okay. Because if you've been trying the same thing for like three months, six months, a year, and you're not making progress, it is absolutely time to shift gears. You need to look at what you've been doing, why you've been doing it, and why it's not working and make a change. But that's that's sort of long-term view. In the short term, this is about waking up with a plan. This is key. You've got to have some kind of plan. And the plan doesn't have to be, here's my five-year journey. I know that there's a lot of books about that. There's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing for some people, and especially if you've got a slam day, your life is working multiple jobs, or you're a single parent, or maybe you're dealing with some physical issues, or you've got a serious financial handicap, it doesn't matter what it is, you've got some burdens. It's almost impossible to think, well, here's my five year plan if I don't know how I'm going to survive the next six months. You have to be very realistic about this. And again, that's that gremlin. Don't sit there and say, okay, in the next year, I'm going to dig myself out of this massive debt and then I'm going to have $100,000 in the bank. Unless you have access to an insane amount of capital and networking, that is not going to happen. That's just fact. You're not going to get there. A realistic journey, a realistic goal would be, okay, here's where I am. In six months, I want to have a plan of attack so that I can keep this debt in check. And whatever that requires, I'm using I'm using finances as an example because that's that tends to be one of the bigger ones that that slows us down because a lot of Americans make some really bad choices. I think the statistic right now is roughly three quarters of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Sorry, I threw in some data, but there you go. We can't totally abandon the formula, right? We still have to be a little intelligent even after dark. But if you're in this example, if you are behind on your money, the first thing you need to do is think about, okay, I need to make an actionable plan so that I'm I'm not sweating finances every single day. Because how are you going to make progress with anything if that's where you are? So you have to be realistic. And I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up as well. This is where those gremlins come back on us because, oh, well, I can't make large moves. I can't make grand, big entrepreneurial steps why try? You didn't learn to run out of the womb. That's that's not how that freaking works. We all crawled around on the ground and rolled around like useless blobs for X amount of months of our lives. And eventually we learned to roll over. And then we learned to flip our head up. And then we learned to sit up. And eventually we stood up when we looked like drunken bastards, but we did it. right. Leaning on the coffee table or the couch, whatever, or the dog. And then at some point we started taking steps. And it was hilarious to watch because our heads are so much freaking bigger than our bodies. But then eventually we start to make the progress of being able to stand up and walk when we want. And then we start running and then we start annoying and driving our parents insane. But it's progressive. That's why they call it baby steps. The reason that axiom exists isn't because somebody said, oh, well, that makes sense. It's because it's freaking truth. Calm down. It's dark. Keep my blood pressure low. We're after hours, so I'm not going to try to yell at you. But these are basic things. And if we ignore the basics, the cornerstone of how we make progress, and I'm not even talking about like you're trying to be the next Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, whatever. I'm talking about designing a life that you want for yourself. Imagine that, just that. What kind of life, if I could choose realistically, not like I would live on a desert island with women stacked, you know, left and right in bikinis and weighted hand and foot and I had never had to leave the island, not that kind of junk. I'm talking about real world. If I could get up, Have this kind of work with this kind of location, what would it be? Think about it like that. You're designing the life that you would want to have. Make it simple. Baby step your way into it. And then baby step your way into how to make that possible. And there's a bazillion books and videos, podcasts. I mean, my God, we're living in the age of positivity because so many people are struggling at the same time. Is one of the reasons why this podcast exists. It's my little effort out into the world to not only hopefully inspire you, my loyal listeners, Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus, but also myself. Because if you're trying to teach others, if you're trying to be there for someone else, you have to be there for yourself first. It's not selfish to take care of yourself, because if you're not taking care of yourself, there's nothing you can do for someone else and i'll leave you with this lifeguards on a beach and let's say this beach has you know either pilings or some kind of rocks you know it's it's a rough surf in certain areas if they're rescuing a swimmer out in that surf and there's a danger of being slammed up against anything like that while they're out there rescuing they're actually trained to put the victim who they're out there to rescue between themselves and the pilings. Now, I know that sounds terrible, but think of it like this. This is the mentality behind it. If the lifeguard puts themselves between the victim and the pilings and they get injured, now you have two people who can't help themselves. What's the point? Now you're going to have two people injured and maybe die. So remember that you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of someone else. We are at our limit. Thanks for listening to this first version of Dark Mode. I don't know if I'm going to keep that. Hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully this is inspiring. The goal here is to not feel guilty or shamed. The goal is to get off our asses and make a better world because it is absolutely required of us. Thank you for listening. Have a rock star evening, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.